Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Liverpool. This time around it was Liverpool versus Wolves or Wolverhampton Wanderers uh, at Anfield. The first game uh, played back at Anfield with fans since Project Restart earlier this year. It was fantastic to see the roughly 2,000 fans in the cop uh, singing their hearts out, enjoying the game. And the players put on a show to welcome back those players. It was a fantastic game of... Um, patience, poise, um, but also clinical finishing, which maybe hasn't been there for the past couple of weeks. But today you saw bits and bobs of um, why we were so successful last season and, and why we are still such a threat uh, this season where where many people have, maybe, uh, have written us off. The game finished 4-0, um, thanks mainly to a very dominant uh, second half performance for us where, where Wolves kind of very much... Uh, fell away um, and it was just kind of down to us in the second half um, as we kind of pressed on uh, and we were clinical in the finishing uh, and, the ch and taking the chances that we did have. But going right to the beginning of the game, um, the starting 11 was probably the expected starting 11 because of the injuries. We we just don't have much uh, rotation opportunities. The only thing would be whether, I guess, Schotter played, uh, but Klopp reverted back to his usual front three, citing the fact that um, it's still so soon since Jota left Wolves that maybe that kind of um, the feeling of playing against your former team may have impacted his performance. And in hindsight, you know what we it, he, he needed the rest probably because he's been he's been uh, you know he's been carrying us the past couple of games. Um, so that was really great that one for him to get a rest, but two also to show that the front three that we have haven't gone anywhere and they're still as potent and threatening and dangerous uh, as they ever were. There were there also weren't many changes uh, from the midweek winner Ajax. Uh, Curtis Jones continued mid continuing in midfield whilst James Milner's nursing his injury. There aren't really many other options, although it was great to see Naby Keita back on the bench uh, who did come on in the second half. Uh, great to see him back. Oxley chamberlain should hopefully soon be back as well. And so those midfield options are now starting to grow again and give us a bit of uh, flexibility, particularly going into the busy Christmas period. Fabinho and Matip again continuing our centre-back. Uh, they had another commanding performance but we'll touch on that a little later on in the episode but those two are centre-back. Uh, good to have the backup of kind of Nat Phillips and, and uh, Reese Williams but those two are, are our centre-backs and, and hopefully we, if we can keep them fit uh, they can play kind of the majority of the games this season um, until We'll see whether Gomez or, or Van Dijk can return before the end of the season. And then obviously, more importantly up front, we have the usual front three of uh, Salah, Firmino and Mane, who played a really, really good game, uh, caused havoc. Uh, it, feels like a, a, it feels like a very, very long time since uh, that front three, the usual front three, the front three that we got so accustomed to over the past couple of seasons, actually played together um, and actually played so well together. So it was great to see them back again together. In the first half, we uh, completely dominated the play. Wolves were... Uh, not really playing with any confidence and it kind of looked like they lacked a bit of um, kind of an idea about what they wanted to do or how they wanted to play. I know they were significantly impacted, uh, one, by just the mental side of the uh, really serious injury to Raul Jimenez last week against Arsenal, but also that seemed to translate into how they were playing or the lack of how they were playing. They seemed to, uh, without having that focal point up front, um, they were kind of playing with two wider strikers in Pudence and Neto, um, who didn't really know what they were doing uh, and they, they, you know, they could have potentially dragged Fabinho um, and Matip really wide and left a big space in the middle, but that didn't really happen. Um, and it just seemed like Wolves really didn't have a kind of a clue as to what they were trying to do. However, regardless of that, they were still incredibly compact 
defensively, and that's what you would expect of a Wolves team. That's exactly what we see, you know, when they were in the championship uh, and in every season since they've come up. Um, and so it was very hard for us to, to break them down. They were kind of in their banks of four, um, and it was, yeah, it, it was very tough, as you would expect an away team coming to Anfield. But we did make the, we did break the deadlock uh, midway through the first half, around the 23rd, 24th minute, uh, when Jordan Henderson played one of his trademark kind of quarterback passes. We talked about these in many episodes before, um, but that quarterback pass he plays kind of from the halfway line, uh, and it was Mo Salah this time making a run from outside to win. Wasn't the best ball from Jordan Henderson, was actually cut out quite easily by Connor Cody, but um, I'm not really sure what he was trying to do, but he was trying to chest the ball. Uh, maybe to his defensive partner Bolly, or possibly even back to the goalkeeper. I'm not really sure what he was trying to do, uh, but Salah was able to nip in, uh, and the keeper kind of had no idea what was going on. And it, uh, Salah was able to just roll the ball past past him and as, and that made it one nil. And if it wasn't going to be, if it was going to be a tough game for Wolves anyway, going behind and not really having that attacking threat, you know, things got made even even more difficult for them after conceding that goal. And that you can see that kind of helped us. Um, relax a bit, give us a bit of confidence uh, in the way we were playing. That first goal is always so important against a team that's really, really compact defensively, um, and so it was a great way, a great way to get, get, great way to get the goal, and also very, very good timing. And as the half went on, we continued to dominate, but Wolves kind of got into the game a little bit more. Um, and as we got closer to the kind of the 40th minute, it seemed like the aim was very much just to get into half time ahead. Um, which is, you know, a key milestone for any team when, when you're leading. And that was nearly under threat from a penalty that was given by the referee um, for a supposed foul by Sadi Amane on uh, Connor Cody. However, VAR, which we've slated over the past couple of, le- couple of weeks, uh, comes, in, comes into effect here, works. Um, they send the referee to the monitor uh, to go and check. And it was actually very obvious from the replays that Man- Sadi Amane had retracted his foot and Connor Cody had kind of just fell fallen over it. Very surprised why the referee didn't give Connor Cody a yellow card. Not that I want Connor Cody to get a yellow card, but if if he pulled it away, there was no contact. Connor Cody went over theatrically enough that the referee, when seeing it in real time, felt it was a penalty, so therefore surely it's a dive. No? Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what I thought. But the thing that also confused me just briefly on VAR is, well, if they back in Stockley Park saw that, and it was that obvious... Why didn't they just give the decision? Why did they make the referee go? Um, maybe it's around getting the referee on in the pitch to make the decision or whatever. Maybe it's some more of a symbolic thing. But uh, I don't know. I don't. I really don't understand it. But you know what? It was to our favour. Um, and honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on from it. The second half is probably where more of the action happens. I'd love to 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 talk about that a bit more. Um, Wolves kind of came out and it just felt like they almost accepted that they weren't going to win the game. Um, and kind of that just put the impetus on us to see whether we could continue to break them down and score the two, you know, second, third, etc., etc. Goal. Um, and the second goal we did score from a breakaway. Uh, we did look very dangerous in a breakaway in the first half. A couple of things didn't really go our way, but in the second half we did score from a breakaway. It was a nice little ball from Henderson, and it was Genie Wine. Naldo making the run as the furthest forward player here. I'm not sure kind of why he was in that position. It's very strange. He's been, um, you know, we've seen him play in that position in Neverla- for Netherlands. And I've talked about it and various other people have talked about wanting to see him further forward because we've seen what he can do for the Netherlands. But this time, I don't know what he was doing up there. Maybe he just had a bit of a rush of blood, but he found himself kind of high up the pitch, um, controlled the ball and played an absolutely beautiful finesse shot in the top right. Uh, Patricio with absolutely no chance. Fabulous goal, a little celebration. 
um, in uh, in recognition of Virgil van Dijk, who was in the stands today. Really, really good to see him. Also in the week, seeing pictures on Instagram of Virgil van Dijk um, doing some light exercises, etc., from his uh, after his operation, which was fantastic to see. Um, one thing I would say about the midfield, though, particularly with John um, with Genie, uh, Genie Wijnaldum breaking forward, there was that the midfield three that we played today, uh, and particularly the way they played, it seemed very fluid, which was cool. So you were never sure. Uh, who the deep-lying midfielder was, but sometimes it was Henderson, sometimes it was Genie Wijnaldum. I think it was supposed to be Genie Wijnaldum by design, but even Curtis Jones later on in the game seemed to pick up that position, and I think that was really, really good and really promising to see how those three players kind of interchanged themselves, um, causing different problems, popping up in different places. You know, Genie Wijnaldum for his goal was the furthest forward, Henderson and, and Curtis Jones further back, so that was really, really good to see, um, and that's kind of that midfield trio, I think, is is probably the best midfield trio that can do that. I think when you play the likes of Naby Keita, maybe Thiago, Oxlade-Chamberlain, they maybe can't play the defensive uh, kind of CDM role. Whereas when you take Curtis Jones and Genie Wijnaldum, uh, they've proven they can play all those three positions and they were fantastic um, again today. We, then, we did then continue to go and dominate the game. By this point, Wolves' morale and confidence was kind of out of the window uh, and it was already one-way traffic. And it was a corner, um, which we played well. Uh, short corner came out to Mo Salah, um, who crossed the ball in and... Uh, you know, Patricio maybe could have come out. Uh, it was an in, it was an in-swinging cross, uh, but once he didn't come out, it was easy for Matip. Just a couple of yards out, keeper had no chance, um, and that was three nil. And then um, Klopp made a couple of substitutions. Great to see Trent. Uh, and Keita come on, obviously been injured for the past couple of weeks, so it's really, really good to see them come on and get some minutes. Uh, it'll be interesting to see whether they play against Michelin in the week. Obviously, with us already having qualified top of the group, um, it's a chance for Klopp to rest some of our bigger players, um, you know, with with not much on the line. Uh, but Trent came on and, you know, continued doing Trent things. You know, he, he can be injured, but he, he never loses that touch of class. And, and he did get an assist on his return back to the team uh, with a fantastic cross from the right. Uh, Salah and Mane are both converging on it. Samedo kind of got in the middle um, and the ball kind of ricocheted off a couple of them. Uh, and it ended up being a... Um, own goal from Nelson Semedo to make it 4-0 to Liverpool. And after that, we kind of very much controlled the game. A couple of saves for Kelleher, but, but nothing too crazy. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was a really, really assured performance in the second half. And um, we've been a bit erratic over the past couple of weeks. Uh, probably for the past couple of months, you would really say. But today was really a performance that I thought um, just exemplified everything we did last season, everything we did good last season. Um, and just again, to show to everyone uh, that we're not going anywhere and we're still a big threat. And a couple of other things I'd like to call out in the game uh, was the fact that we kept another clean sheet. Well, we kept a clean sheet in the week against Ajax, a very good Ajax team, and now we kept another clean sheet against Wolves. It's something that we've really, really struggled with this season, uh, even when Van Dijk and Gomez were back. And uh, that's just, you know, a big shout out to um, Fabinho and Matip, but also Kelleher in goal, who had another commanding performance. Uh, came out and, you know, made the saves from crosses, etc. when needed, um, but then also made a couple of really important uh, saves in the first half when Pedence tried to chip, tried to chip him. Um, so yeah, another fantastic performance by by all of the back five, really, um, and something that we haven't seen uh, a lot this season. And maybe this is the start um, for us to see that now we have a bit of a settled back four. Maybe we can get back into some of that clean sheet routine that we were getting into last season. So moving on now to the player of the match, and so for me it was it was a tough one. I think as I say the the whole back back five was up there for me. Mane was up there as well. Again, just really forcing things. 
uh, making defenders make decisions, etc. I think it was fabulous. But as I talked about a bit, a bit earlier, I think the midfield was fantastic. And for me, I can't decide. So I'm going to give it to Curtis Jones and Jeannie Wijnaldum. I thought they were both fantastic. I uh, have played a ton of games for us as well um, uh, in the last couple of weeks. So I thought they were fantastic. And then finally, guys, to end off the episode is my shout out to Klopp. And there's not much really... I want to say it was such a fantastic performance. There's not much for me to really call out on. I think the one thing I would call out is uh, those quarterback passes that Jordan Henderson plays. I'd love to see Fabinho doing that more as well. He does it when he plays at CDM position. But now that he's a centre-back, I'd like to see him step forward sometimes as well, uh, which maybe let Jordan Henderson get a little bit forward as well. Um, so that'd be good to see. And Fabinho, we know, has that quality to ping the balls in behind to Salah and Mane who are making those runs. So that would be my only shout-out to Klopp. But other than that, Everything seems to be working swimmingly well. We're a little bit more settled now, which is fantastic to see. But there we go, guys. That is the end of this episode. Thank you guys for watching, and I'll catch you on the next one.